Bobcat 411 is intended for entertainment and does not reflect the opinions of the University Star, Texas State University Student Media, the School of Journalism and Mass Communication, or Texas State University. Listener discretion is advised. Hey Bobcats and Bob Kittens, welcome back to the latest installment of Bobcat 411. As always, I'm your host, Shmanda. And this is E. The intern. As always. Uh, E and I had a really great weekend. Uh, We actually had the opportunity to go to ACL Fest. Um, It was was a crazy time, to say the least, but it was was amazing. It was definitely a blessed weekend. Who was your favorite? great memories. My favorite? um, Zem Smith, by by far. Really? He, He sounded... Amazing! He made me cry. One of those rare moments in my life where I actually felt. Did you something. really cry? Yes, actually was sweat, but yeah, <laughs> I cried basically. My favorite was Childish Gambino. Oh my god, he, he was so good. So good. Like it was I was so way bar, way behind, but I could still. I was still dancing. Like we were, so we were good. pretty close. It was amazing, and we got some really good pictures of him for the paper too. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the big headliner was Lord. Did you ever? Did you get to see her? Yeah, I got to see Lord. She was phenomenal. I liked her. I'm not gonna say she bored me, but I mean she was. I mean she was good. She's not like a. I feel like, like you Iggy. have to be more intimate and like yeah. for her yeah. for her concerts. But she was still really good. I mean she was crazy. Her like erratic dance moves inspired me to like buy another drink. Oh, I couldn't do any er- erratic dance moves. <laughs> we all know what happened to me this weekend. So I have a really funny story. Shmanda and the whole gang that was at ACL, we decided to go watch Skrillex because, you know, trap life for days. And we get there and all of a sudden, Shmanda starts like going hard. I guess and I'm by s- hard, I'm I mean like from zero to 1,000 in one second. Like it was amazing. It was so good that the next day she had whiplash. <laughs> well, I woke up the next day. My neck was really, really sore. I couldn't move it at all. I had like shooting pain. I was like, what did I do last night? And then I remembered I was dancing like I had been electrocuted to Skrillex. So I went to the doctor and as it happens, yep, I have whiplash. Thanks. Which I have to say, although I'm not a big Skrillex fan, like after seeing him, after seeing the set live, it was off the hook. It was like, amazing. It was so like, good. It, everyone was going crazy. There were like so many crazy things that happened at ACL. Uh, did you happen to see on Sunday that woman that climbed on top of the big Capitol thing? Okay, this lady climbed on top of the giant Capitol building replica. Um, I guess she was on something or drunk or something like that. She climbed up there in her bra and jeans and started like dancing suggestively and like flashing everyone, smoking, like blowing kisses to her fans. There's a huge crowd of like a couple hundred people gathered around her everyone was taking pictures surprise and there was tons performance of yeah no seriously eventually she tried to like jump down the center and escape but they handcuffed her and put her in the golf cart and everybody was chanting let her free and trying to run after her i think all in all ACO was a great experience it was, it was amazing it's something definitely that you have to experience at least once in your life um i know i'll be going back for sure and just it was amazing um Less than two days later, we had our very first Tuesday tailgate and football game. Um, I heard it was fun. As we all know, we kind of got spanked. 
I think <laughs> the Cajuns. I think, I think that's a that's a good word. <laughs> we got. I mean, we got the rage and Cajuns the just let it Cajuns. let it rage on Texas State. But. And we were on ESPN too, but I heard a lot of people were just like really like messy in front of the camera and <laughs> messy on the field, and apparently messy in the stands because a bunch of people got into like a six way fist fight like in the bleachers. It's so funny listening to Amanda right now because she missed the game. A <laughs> whiplash. <laughs> I'm like in my neck brace at my parents' house in San Antonio watching Gossip Girl looking at all the Snapchats from the game and being like, Ugh. Y'all don't understand. I, I, just, just the visual of Amanda, Shamanda getting whiplashes. Amazing. Uh, it was one of the most amazing like experiences ever to I like, witness like my that before and after. My body. You know the segue you should have had was, you know who else got whiplashed? Texas State football team on oh, television. Oh my God. That's such a good burn. Maybe you need to write my script for me. <laughs> No, 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 that's all you. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're right. Texas State played Tuesday night against uh, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. Now, the headline on the University Star, Cajuns too hot to handle. You're really proud of that one, I can tell. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. I am taking that one home. But uh, yeah, they got spanked. Um, apparently, some people got spanked at the stands, too. There was a big fight that happened, so... Um, you know, taking L's on the field, taking L's in the stands, taking L's everywhere. So. Showing what a true Bobcat does. Exactly. My number exactly. one favorite. Thank you, ESPN, like, for being at her present at her brightest and most shiniest moments. My favorite phenomenon of life is like when there's a big fight and everybody pulls out their cell phones. It's just oh yeah, it was all over. It was all over social media. I always have to check okay, mine. I like need of, to see there's this vine of there's like these two girls fighting and some dude is carrying a laptop to record. Oh, like, I'm like, seeing that. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> I just pictured everyone carrying their MacBooks <laughs> like. Laptops. That's what it is. Oh that's what, I mean, the way that's that, what we have come to. Like, that's how bad it is. Me as hell. They're, they're making these damn cell phones like this big, like mini pads and stuff like that. It's pretty much what it is anyway. You're taking your iPads out and all these things and and recording stuff. But but man, anyways, I, I think, look forward to seeing Texas State on World Star. Well, I think that's the next TV appearance we're gonna have, if any. <laughs> well, shoot, after the, game, after the game they played on Tuesday, they not ESPN ain't coming back for another nine years. <laughs> Was it 2005? The last time they had one. Yeah. So, I guess uh, the lesson to be learned is don't put Bobcats. It's never on a bad day to be a Bobcat. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Like, uh, just keep doing what we do. Eighteen thousand five hundred people showed up to this Tuesday night big? game. Is that big? No, we sit thirty thousand. Oh, it's terrible, especially for ESPN two it's on a, Tuesday. Okay, it was on a Tuesday. Yeah, but that is like the worst timing class ever. If they wanted people to yeah, go. people like I think so many people had tests, um, projects due. And like, it's right, yeah, it's right in the middle of midterms. Midterms, like, you know, and I and I think like we, you know, the star we wrote an editorial about that, and I. The only thing about that editorial, I'll probably change that. We probably should have said they should have canceled classes on Tuesday. Yeah. So would everyone go out to tailgate and do all that stuff and whatever and get the hoopla going, like, really early because, man, that turned out st- – I mean, students showed up. Like, it looked like the students I mean, showed I showed up. up. Ernest did show up. He for did show long? up. For a I mean, long he showed time. up. <laughs> I, I mean, for a long time. So For, like, half of the game. And then I went home and did homework. Man, that's that's the four one one and the five one two though. That's gonna spanked on ESPN too. Mm-hmm. Good lord. So Amanda takes to Hollywood. Yeah, switching gears. Speaking of television, we're gonna <laughs> go Hollywood here for a second. There's a lot to discuss. Uh, first of all, my favorite housewife of all time, Phaedra, is getting a divorce from Apollo Anita. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> your honor, my client, the innocent. <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite Phaedra quotes ever. But anyways, I mean, I just. I like Phaedra. She's such a colorful character, but 
I mean, her husband is already like a, wasn't he like already a convicted felon before? I don't know if he was a felon, like but that. I know that he had been to jail, which Kenya never failed to bring up. Gone with the women fabulous. Well, now he's going to be gone with the women fabulous for real. Isn't he like being charged for something? Yeah, honestly, I have to say that I'm like, I'm glad for her that she's getting divorced. Like she doesn't need to like deal with that. Mm. Unfortunately for him, no more donkey booty. Donkey booty. <laughs> well, maybe you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop, stop you right, right, there. right there. Right there. I forgot we get listeners. Yeah, but, you know. right there. Uh, <laughs> right there. <laughs> but uh, anyways, he was in like he was. He didn't add anything to the show. He didn't add anything to Phaedra's life. Yeah, he was an idiot every time I saw him. But, you know, Phaedra, obviously, incredibly smart woman, passed her mortician exam. She's a, <laughs> you know, she's a, a practicing attorney. You know, she passed the bar exam. She has her Phaedra Sparks line. She has donkey booty. She's and she can throw a fabulous party. You know, she said a southern belle knows her worth. And she is priceless. And Apollo, every time I saw him, he had the most vacant stare on his face. He was just slack-jawed. <laughs> he had some massive eyebrows. Looks like he took a, a Bic razor to that. Like, I don't know what he was doing. So she needs to she needs to move on. The roast right now is real. Like, calm down, whiplash girl. I mean, I think he, despite his crazy prickly eyebrows, he's beautiful, but can only get you is so Is he really far. necessary? Exactly. What else is going on, Amanda? American Horror Stories on tonight. Yeah. What did you think of the first episode? It freaked the gay out of me. Like honestly, <laughs> he's straight now did. after seeing Twisty. After seeing Twisty, it, twisted it like you untwisted <laughs> me to like straightness. <laughs> By far, that is probably one of the funniest things I think I've ever heard him say. Scared the gay out of him. Now he's straight. So we want. So we going to a certain kind of club later or what? <laughs> I mean, hey. no, but really, I think it was really good. Like, AHS never fails to deliver a good intro to their series. Yeah. Like, it didn't give us too much, but it gave us enough to keep us wanting more. And my favorite character, well, actually, who's your favorite character so far? Uh, Dot. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. um, what about you, Otis? What's your favorite? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm not really into the American horror. Okay, story. bye. All right, bye. Moving on. Right, my favorite, I think, is obviously Jessica Lane. Oh yeah. I have two major questions about the season. First of all, two Easter eggs that Ryan Murphy left us. Uh, the first one being, he said that Jessica Lang might come back for next season. He says he already has the world figured out for season five. And when he told it to her, she was like, "Really? really? So like she wants to be in it." So I'm hoping she comes back. And also he said that the clue for next season is going to be hidden in like the first two episodes of the show. I'm th- I know they already did Aliens a little bit in season two, but I'm thinking like it might be like Roswell or something because her name's Elsa Mars. They sang Life on Mars. Jupiter. They live in Jupiter, mm-hmm. Florida. Like, what do you think? Is this a solid? It might, it might, it's, a, it's a solid like idea i mean so i don't know good of a guess like, as any. yeah i don't know i I'm, I'm i don't think that far in advance i'm just enjoying the show right now but i mean i guess you'll never have a sharp mind like me so sharp that it gets whiplash at acl <laughs> i'm about to whiplash you right now i swear to god i will stab you with this ballpoint pin Yo, that's you don't have a neck to whiplash oops oops that's okay like i guess i touched uh, some, <laughs> something i should have known yeah you touched a nerve there and calm like down the whiplash. i know i'll end your life <laughs> like the whiplash <laughs> i'll hire phaedra as my attorney but what what about the walking dead y'all watch walking dead no walking dead sorry i don't watch it do you know who you're talking to? I don't watch The Walking Dead either. I just didn't know. Oh, then why? Why did you? 
It's not even relevant. Man, I just, just want to. I just want to. All right, bye. Can't deal with I will that. never understand you. Okay. Anyways, yeah, we should. I'm just so excited for tonight's episode. Like, so trill for it. Trill for it. Real recognize real. Don't even. So, anything else you have to tell us about Hollywood, Amanda? I'm trying to think of anything interesting that's going on right now. The sad saga of Amanda Bynes continues, of course. I'm so over her already. Like, she can go home and, like, take her pills and do whatever she wants Yo, with her Yo, her tweets had me rolling. I had to retweet <laughs> some of those because I was like, it's like, I hate it when people call me stupid because I'm really smart. And I'm just like. She's like, I'm laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Uh, you can laugh all the way to the bank. We ain't as crazy as you know. I don't know. I, I feel, I don't know. I feel more bad for her than anything. Obviously, there's mental illness there. And I, I think this is worse than like Britney and Lindsay's like little meltdowns. So I think this is like a you know, this is serious. I like, just need to know what they're feeding these 12 and 13 year olds when they're at Disney and Nickelodeon. Like, what are you putting in their food that later on, like, suggests that they're going to go loco? I just think it's the whole fame culture when you're that young and, like, your most, like, formidable years, like, not formidable, when it, you're, you know, the your years constructive when you're, years, like, yeah, when, when, you're, when you're still, like, becoming the person that you are and you have, like, this immense pressure. You're literally holding down a full time job at, like, 10, 11 years old. Like, that's tremendous pressure. And it's not even, like, a full time job. It's, like, your role model at like 13 years old when you're like searching for those yeah. role models and, and you're putting in 60 hours a week in a studio and you're making so much money and the spotlight's all on you and your family's counting on you like i think it'd be impossible not to crack under that honestly i know and plus disney channel like put so much pressure on them to like be With, like morality yeah. contracts and everything so like it's impossible not to go crazy i mean but there there are still those ones that haven't done it like tia and tamara maori they Are they relevant though? Yeah, no one's like cares about them. Yeah, because they haven't put themselves in the spotlight though, like that. I mean, they had S- Sister Sister was an immensely popular show. Yeah, but they weren't like the same level as like Lindsay Lohan was. Or I this because I highly disagree. Or Bri- with you. Okay, I think Tia and okay. Maori they touched a lot of kids when they did I, Sister Sister. Was I a love popular Sister thing. Sister. Their <laughs> character was Roger, of course. But like, I just think that that shouldn't be I think there should be a lot more responsibility and accountability to a lot of these stars. I get it. You're young, but they're not the first ones that were young that had to be put in the spotlight. So why is it that like older people or some people now can do it? But then all of a sudden they're special enough to I think the responsibility needs to be on the parents to keep them grounded, to keep yeah, them from working too, too hard to, you know, give them the to love balance and support. their life. Yeah, and, they're it, not- and unfortunately, mm-hmm. like. Honestly, the kind of parents that put their kids in the position to be on TV at, you know, seven, eight, nine years old typically aren't the best parents. Dina Lohan, like, you know, she is truly an American icon. Like, (laughs) Dina Lohan was the original psychology one on one. Was the original Chris Chris Jenner. Well, actually, she was very successful for a while, but. Anyways, moving on from sad topics. Uh, speaking of amazing role models, Taylor Swift released her new song, Out of the Woods, produced by Jack Antonoff and written partially by him. I'm, I'm so all about obsessed Out of the Woods it. right now. I'm so obsessed with it. I can't stop listening to it. It's amazing. It's I'm about- trying to hate Taylor Swift as much as I can, but I cannot. I can't. Like, I can't. I, this She's song amazing. Touch my life in so many ways. Like it's She's absolutely so phenomenal. Um, it's about Harry Styles, 100%. Like, speaking of Taylor Swift, we have to mention this because. It's the month of what is it called again? Like Hispanic Recognition Month or Hispanic Heritage Month? Ernest is Hispanic. <laughs> by the okay. way. I just want people to know. I, I want to know how is it? Speaking of Taylor Swift, it's Hispanic yeah, Heritage, Heritage Month. Month. Taylor Swift is the opposite me. of Hispanic. It reminded me of that it's the Heritage Month. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know. That's how I make Hispanic connections Heritage. in my life. 
She's touched many Hispanic lives throughout her <laughs> I career. I just want to reiterate, Ernest is Hispanic. So so what? Are you like holding me <laughs> No, so you're my... allowed to say that. It's not just like a white guy like popping off right now about Hispanic. <laughs> it's not Amanda saying, speaking of Taylor Swift. <laughs> anyway. I'm Hispanic too. You can't see me, so Especially it's okay. Especially when she goes to Del Taco. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm from San Antonio, so it's okay. <laughs> Anyways, it's a, it's a month to recognize all the amazing icons that Hispanic culture has created and that have created Hispanic culture and all the contributions all around the world. Hispanic yeah. community members give to One of them the being nation. Selena and JLo. We have yeah. to mention them. Iconic. Iconic. And Ariana Grande, of course. <laughs> George Lopez. Just if you're Hispanic and if you're not like Amanda, just celebrate the amazing culture that we all share and have created for all of you. I celebrate Hispanic culture every day. How? I'm friends with you. Ow. (laughs) That reminds me of the story from last year. (laughs) It does. I give it to charity. Y'all, y'all know, y'all know that story. Anyway, anyway. we got to get out of here. We got to get our snacks ready for American Horror Story. Um, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can tweet us at University Star using the hashtag Bobcat411. I'm Shmanda, and this is E, and we'll see you next week. Bye.